0: 23, The last day of January. Look at that. This is this might be the last day that you could actually say Happy New Year So get out there and say it as early and often as possible. You know what this is? No, this is not the makings of a good party, although this is how I spent a good part of my weekend. I'll come back to the jello in a second, but these Some of you might have some PTSD when it comes to this. Some of you didn't actually use this version. This is sort of the precursor. I'll spare you some of the details, but this is one of the things that you'll get in your prescription before you get a colonoscopy. Some of you might know I am 47 years old, and the new guidelines for getting a colonoscopy are 45. They changed that during COVID, which I just learned recently, and I did get my first colonoscopy yesterday. And uh, just a PSA here, you should all know that colon cancer is the number one, I'm sorry, number three leading cause of all cancer deaths in the united states it's also one of those things that's fairly easily detectable so if you have not obtained a colonoscopy men and women and if you're over the age of 45 please go do so it took me a couple years to do it i happen to have two people in my life who i care for dearly and clearly they care for me dearly they're both gastroenterologists and they cornered me and said you got to get this taken care of and i did and uh, so i love them dearly for it i love them for staying on top of me for it yeah just go out there and do it now as i'm sitting in there and it, i gotta you know anybody wants to talk about it by the way give me a call i've got a fantastic physician who i used dr Sundarajan in, in red bank thank you so much she was amazing her whole team is amazing so anybody who wants a referral or recommendation obviously let me know and in pennsylvania i've got some guys too so uh, so that that being said I can't be sitting in one of those rooms. And just a quick story, you know, they they, they put you back there and you get all set up. And then they ask you, do you want your phone? Do you want something to read? And I decided to just kind of be. So I'm sitting there and I've got an IV in me. And I've, because that's what they do for everybody. It's a pretty straightforward thing. And I'm just thinking, and I'm like, you know what? I've had a good experience with this so far, as good an experience as you could possibly have when you're going through something sort of obtrusive like that. But, uh, but there were some, some takeaways there and uh, some sort of deep reflection because I did not have my phone with me. I did not have something to read with me. I just kind of focused and I thought and I was just sort of present with the moment. And uh, going through this entire exercise, I definitely had some thoughts and some parallels that kind of come along with this. You know, I spend a good part of my career helping people to preserve their wealth and to plan for their finances and to find a way to save on their taxes and to leave assets behind for their legacies. But Benjamin Franklin has this great quote that human beings are unique in that we will spend our entire health trying to obtain wealth, and then later in life, we're going to spend our wealth trying to reobtain our health. And it's one of those things where, look, we can do all our best to grow our money, we could do our best to retire effectively, we could do our best to save and invest properly, but what's the point if you're not gonna be healthy enough to enjoy it at the end? So you've got to take care of your health. I know I'm getting a little preachy there, but it is something that's, that's worth worth laying out there. Now, another one of my points, and one of my notes that I sort of jotted down and I was there is, you know, the second sort of takeaway from Neil's colonoscopy experience to help you with your sort of planning and, and takeaway is expectations are powerful. This particular medical practice and did a fantastic job of just setting my expectations. I got something that basically said, this is what you should expect one week before. Stop taking any supplements that you have. Stop eating certain types of food. This is what you're gonna do 48 hours before. This is what you're going to do 12 hours before, five hours before, the morning of. This is what's gonna happen when you show up. Expectations are powerful, and I feel like that's one of those things that from a, a wealth planning, financial planning, estate planning perspective, set those expectations. Like, when am I going to have my will prepared? When am I going to have my accounts reviewed? When am I going to review my risk tolerance? Have that sort of expectation set for yourself because it takes away a lot of the stress. I knew exactly what to expect when I was going in for this procedure. So I thought number two was expectations are powerful. Like make sure, make sure you know what to expect, even if it's not going to be with certainty, but you've got a reasonable idea of what to expect, right? What's going to happen at a certain age. The third thing, and this is where my friend the Jello comes in here, alright? So I had fantastic notes, and I had fantastic stuff. And they basically said very clearly, stay away from fluids that are red and purple. And of course, you stay away, that, that's pretty obvious, right? So you've got some good instructions there. But then of course I go in my house, and what do we have? Orange. We had orange Jello. Not to say that they could have anticipated what colors of jello and which colors of jello not to have and which colors of jello not to have, but I didn't know whether or not I could have orange jello or not. And it was a Sunday, and yeah, I was kind of hungry because you're not supposed to eat all that much and you're limited what you could eat. So I dialed a friend, and more importantly, I dialed a professional. And I think that's one of those things. My third takeaway is there is the benefit of having people who are going to give you advice because not everything is going to be Google-able. Not everything is going to show up exactly. And even if you did Google it, how do you know it's accurate? So sometimes and many times in life, in finances, in medicine, we're not gonna know exactly what it is we need to know and we need to get advice. And sometimes we have to unanticipate things like orange jello happens. Sometimes in life we gotta be ready for that too. You know, the other thing that I was kind of reminding myself is doing the right thing is uncomfortable. And anybody who's gone through this experience or other similar medical experiences, you wouldn't use comfort as a way to describe exactly what it was so sometimes doing the wrong right thing sorry is uncomfortable but you got to do it anyway. You've got you've to basically go through that short-term pain in order to get that long-term gain. Look I'm 47. I want to live for a long period of time. I want to do well. I want to, there are things that I want to do in life and if I don't have tune my body up then I'm not going to be able to do it. If I don't have the finances to retire effectively, I'm not going to be able to do it. If I don't save enough, if I don't have a tax strategy in place, if I paint myself into a corner, I'm not going to be able to do it. So sometimes you got to rip that band aid off, or sometimes you got to put that band aid on. But that long term gain sometimes comes from that short term pain. I needed people. I needed my wife to drive me. Pinky actually was my chauffeur, my Uber that day, and in fact, because of the anesthesia, they don't let you drive home. So that's the other thing, sort of takeaway that I had there. That's one, two, three, four. That's takeaway number five. I got one more after this is sometimes you need to count on people. And I could not have done that. I mean, obviously I, would have, I could have gotten somebody else to drive me, but uh, but it's a token of love. and and, uh, and we got to have a little lunch date afterwards too. So that was my other takeaway. Sometimes you need people. You can't do things on your own all the time. Forget about the advisors, but having peers, who are your other sort of stakeholders in there too? She cares about my health because we're supposed to be doing a lot of stuff together in retirement. So she's going to make sure that she does whatever she can. And then finally, a little self deprivation doesn't really hurt you. Doesn't really kill you. So I basically took it upon myself to not eat for about 24 hours prior to the actual event. And now there are things you could do like veggie broth and and some other stuff too, but you know, when you think of self deprivation, you think it's going to be worse sometimes than it actually is. And a lot of times with finances, you know, financial planning, It's not rocket science in some regard because you just need to spend less than you earn and then save what you didn't spend and then let it grow, right? Sometimes that means some opportunity cost. Sometimes that means some self-deprivation. But that being said, sometimes it's not as bad when you actually do it. It it feels worse to think about it. And it's built up in your mind worse than it actually is doing it too. So I hope that sort of helps, but listen, all these takeaways, notwithstanding, and we'll we'll actually put these into a blog post so you actually have them, but all these takeaways and everything, notwithstanding, the most important thing is get your colonoscopy if you have not done it. If you're over 45, every five years, every 10 years, whatever your doctor tells you, if you don't take anything else away, just schedule it. Get everybody in your life to schedule it and, uh, and stay safe and stay healthy out there. And uh, of course, if there's anything we could do to help, don't hesitate to reach out. Neil Shaw with Shaw Planet. I will see you next week. Be well, everybody.